like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... I do too! Yay! Then you should open up your mouth hole. I have opened up my mouth hole. Are your ears also open? If not, you should open up your ears. Can you close your ears? I mean, like plug plug your ears. ears, But I don't know if you can straight up close them. Has there ever been a case of anybody whose earwax is so like nasty that it's like your ears are closed? I'm gonna Google that when we're done. Oh, you can Google. You don't need to Google it right now. Your husband, your husband. Oh had yeah, it that's right. Oh wait a minute. You got such bad earwax ear buildup. Yeah. You could not hear. Uh, you I earwaxed thought, yourself. To, Bob thought he was going to de- deafness. I, I literally thought. Okay, this. I guess we're talking about this on the <laughs> podcast now. I had a situation where I thought I was losing my hearing. I was like, I was, I was working at home. I was listening to music, and I was like, everything sounds strange. I feel like I can't hear anything. Like warbled, like underwatery sounds just quiet okay and like i like i was missing definition in 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 sounds and stuff like that and i was like something's gone horribly wrong so i was like i gotta go to the doctor i go to the doctor and and they look in my ear they're like they're like do you use q-tips i'm like on occasion they're like don't do that i was like why she's like i can't see your eardrum i can't see it at all (laughs) so she goes in there with like little thing and she flushes out my ears and like no joke like a goddamn potato comes out of the side of my head is it one big potato or is it like it a potato was, to paint multiple pieces? It was one big potato on the left side, on the right side, and then small potatoes on the left side. And then, but the worst thing was after I left, everything was so, so loud. I bet. Because you've just gotten used to being deaf. Yeah. Yep. And, and everything was like, there was so much top end on everything. Everything sounded really brittle. Uh, and like like taking my keys out of my pocket hurt my ears. Oh wow! It was so unbelievable. Everything was like peaking on the sound. Yeah, everything everything was peaking on the high ends. It was Ugh. very sibilant. It was horrible. Wait, so what do you do now? Uh, do you, do you, I, I keep real good. I keep real good. Uh, we do no. You know what we do? It's really romantic. We we take squeegees like with those baby nose squeegees and yeah. we flush each other's yeah. ears out. It's the romantic experience we do together. Yeah. We're like baboons where we clean each other. <laughs> only it's baboons with earwax. With earwax. We're earwax baboons. Ear baboons. Um, hey, welcome to Booze and Brews. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Jeez. I, I think that might be the weirdest cold open we've ever, ever done. done. Yep. We just dove right into it with an earwax story. It's Woo! so random. And <laughs> my story has nothing to do with ears. I know. Listeners, we do not plan these cold opens at all. At all. We'll literally be having a totally different conversation. Yep. Bob tells us to shut up. Then he points at us awkwardly. And then we just launch into whatever. Someone starts talking about whatever the fuck's in their goddamn brain. brain. And, and, and sometimes it's earwax stories. Yep. Yeah. So you're welcome. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Booze and Brews. If you can't hear us very well, maybe go get your ears cleaned out. Yes. Go get them like, flushed. Yeah. Go get them flushed. Because I can't we, recommend it highly enough. We are going to sound so much better yeah. if You're your ears like, are clean. Those bitches are real loud and They're... real annoying. I liked them so much more when I couldn't really hear you them. You know what? In which case, don't don't go to the doctor. Yeah, exactly. Don't ever. I think we're better like a little hazy. I think we're better if you can only half hear and or understand us. 
Also, yeah. Booze and Bruise is currently having a uh, listener feedback drive. We want you to rate, <laughs> review, and, and subscribe. subscribe on iTunes because you're not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> listener feedback. If you do it, I'll send you a car. You send me proof of your of your review, what? I'll send you a car. Um, what? No questions asked. Yeah, do it. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, suckers. You're going to get a picture of a car. You're Fuck face. Get a drawing of, of a, a car. car. Maybe. Or maybe a ca- uh, car- uh, cutout from a magazine of a car <laughs> yeah. pasted really <laughs> shitty arts and crafts style and be like, here's your car, fuckface. You gonna- guys are ruining my joke because I was going to do stuff like that. Oh, now, well, now they all know what I'm no up to. No one's going to do it because these... These animals. Animals. Free content. Yeah. Can't even take five minutes out of their day to review. I love you all yeah, listeners. Please yeah. rate, review, subscribe. No, so... No, because we-, we see you listening. We see the numbers going up. See we you. see that you are enjoying. You are continuing to listen. You are telling friends or people are stumbling upon us. We would like others to stumble upon us as well. Yeah, so... We're fucking delightful. Share us with the world. <laughs> I feel like we should do the the KUSC right now, the local classical station is doing oh, yeah. a money drive and I feel oh, like God. we should do that for exactly. the first half of this we episode. Like, uh, like PBS The first 400 uh, people who rate, review, and subscribe will receive, will receive a, yeah. a pin. You're going to get a beer koozie that yeah. is a picture of a lawnmower that says, <laughs> I just want you to drink right. Chinese jet fuel and piss, piss on, on me. You'll receive a CD set of and John Philip Sousa. Yeah. So please. R.I.P. F- John Ham. For- <laughs> R.I.P. John Hamstick. John. John. Snack Hamstick. Snack Hamstick. Snack Hamstick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So we're not. This is not. We're not. We we psych. We're not doing a telethon. No, we are. Like no, we are. We really are. Send (laughs) send us reviews. Yeah. Help us. Help. Uh, but yeah. Welcome to the podcast, kids. Um, as we said, this is booze and Bruce. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't. Oh, if this is the first episode you're listening to, oh, we I'm don't sorry. always start off by making asking you to do shit for us. No, we never. This really. is actually the first time, and it's only because I barreled into it like a jerk. <laughs> Bob is an asshole right now. Yeah. yeah, Bob's fucking. He's talking about earwax. He's yelling at the listeners. Bob, what's Let's wrong with you today? Conversation about how yeah, we're gonna have to do this online. I'm gonna get some other sound engineer in here. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll plug my ears, <laughs> and you can just talk amongst talk yourselves. Amongst yourself. Bob, Bob got real quiet and started just staring at the table, being like, I'm sorry, I ruined your podcast, I ruined ladies. It. Uh, I, I, I wrecked it by trying to help you. You're right. <laughs> but if this I'll is, never do it again. <laughs> but if this is your first uh, episode, we are a podcast that yeah. we tell each other ghost stories. Yeah, and we drink thematically appropriate beer yeah. to those ghost stories. That's right. Most of the time, it's good beer. Sometimes it's shitty beer, yeah, which can be funny. Like when Melly drink makes us drink beer that tastes like piss and Cheerios. Not also known as yeah, also known as Odules. Odules. And then I say this tastes like piss and Cheerios. Bob agrees with me and then continues to, to drink, drink it beer because then I quote, "It's fun." <laughs> <laughs> Boy, don't you wish you were our friends? Yeah. Okay, maybe we do keep Engineer Bob around. He's a good sport. Yeah. All he right. does let me yell at him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He drinks the beer that tastes like piss and Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> and just laughs, has a good time. Yeah, he does. All right, Bob. All right, in. you can stay for now. For now. But we're watching you. Well, as long as you want to have a podcast, you should probably keep me around. Mm. Otherwise, none of this works. Don't logic into this. I, I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> you refuse. Hey, uh, speaking of podcasts, Hi, what's, uh, what's, what's the theme this week? Well, this week, in honor of Mommy's Day. Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Mother's Day. Mother. We figured what better way to celebrate moms by talking about dead ones. Yeah. Um, 
We said, we said, happy day for you, mom. Die. Now here's some dead mothers. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Love you, mommy. Um. Love you more now that you're dead. Dead. My mom's very much alive. Yep. She uh, might listen to this. My story is not about a dead mom. Oh, mine totally is. I just right into it. Yeah, that's good. I, oh, I, y'all are gonna love this. Yeah, no, I went not. another angle on the mom, but yeah, we're so we're doing uh, we're doing uh, g- ghosty mommy dearest. Ghosty mommy dearest. Well, here yeah. comes a police officer. Ooh. Who, oh, get the five O's coming for you. Get him! Oh no, it's the it's fire a, truck. So ambulance. Oh yeah. We live very close to an old folks' home, so that's a very common occurrence because oh, old people someone, die. That's someone's mother dying right that's there. That's yeah. what that is. <laughs> right fucking there. How appropriate. We just hey. made a new ghost for the show. <laughs> Yay. You heard it here first. Hey, Ethel, come on over. Visit. Exactly. We're <laughs> going to tell. Tomorrow is your day. <laughs> I love your show. <laughs> oh, thanks, My Ethel. grandson gave me one of those eye, eye talks, and eye he talks. loaded with the pod, pod, pod talks as well, <laughs> and I listened to yours about the dead things. You I'm do dead. Have now. some uh, mouth swears. You do. You do have. I don't know why mouth. you have to do so much darned cursing. I don't know either. And talking about the blackies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God! All right. Wouldn't it be great if your story was about an African American person, and I just randomly oh, segued right. you into it. That would have been awesome, but alas. Oh, okay. What is, what is what is your story I about? Know. So you Melly ready? is first this week. I am first. As first. A, she's going to tell us a, a, yeah, about t- dead moms. I'm going to tell you a story about Happy dead moms. Happy Mother's Day, dead moms. Dead moms. Uh, all right. Buckle up, kids. We're going to... Oh, that's funny because this also involves a car accident. So oh, buckle up, no. fuckos. <laughs> it's time for the story of the ghost of Christine Scoobish. I think we should try and work buckle up, fuckos <laughs> into every episode. <laughs> we have certain things we try and say all the time, like like knuckle deep in the googs, googs or yeah. like something all the way down. For yeah. a while, there we were doing a lot of little John impersonations. Yeah, a lot of little John. Yep. had sort of fallen by the wayside maybe for the best. No, and we're going to replace it. With, with buckle up fuckos. Buckle up fuckos. <laughs> I feel good about it. I do too. <laughs> That's what we should put in our beer koozie. Yeah. Buckle up fuckos. <laughs> and then on the back, we have to have like a PSA. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Bing. Yeah. yeah. Sponsored like by Lyft. Hey, Lyft, sponsor us. Sponsor us. All right. Are um, you drunk at a bar and want to get home? <laughs> Lyft. Home. That's it. That's Home. That's it. Do you, Bing. If, if you pay us, Bob will do a commercial for you. It'll sound just like that. Just like that. <laughs> It'll mm-hmm. be exactly that. Yep. Yeah. He'll even sound engineer it. You don't have to do a damn thing. Yeah. Nope. Even if they give Except us copy. Except give us money. Yeah. 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 Oh, please don't give us copy. Let us write our yeah, own I'll copy. Yeah, I'll take care of it. <laughs> you want these this. wonderful nuggets that come out of our mouths, you got to let us write our own copy. Just write it. <laughs> All right. All right. Tell us your story. All right. Christine Scoobish. 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 Google. Google. All right, so our uh, tale uh, begins on June 5th, 1994. 1994, 94. recent ghost. This is a young Pretty ghost. recent ghost. Um, Christine Scoobish was a 24-year-old single mom who was preparing to move herself and her three-year-old son, Nick, from Northern California, the Sacramento. Nick Scoobish. Scoobish. From Northern California, Sacramento area, specifically to Southern California. Um, she, uh, re- For you geography nerds, Northern California is north of Southern California. Yeah. Way north. It's also real, real, real far. far. Away. <laughs> yeah. Like you look at it on a map and you go, oh, that's not that. No, it's a fucking long yeah, car drive. It's like, yeah, it's like six hours in the car. Yeah, it's like eight hours. So yeah. it depends yeah. where in Southern California. Yeah. Nick Scoobish is the name of somebody who sounds like he gets beat up <laughs> it, in fifth grade. <laughs> Specifically, that grade. Really? Uh, to me, yeah. Nick Scoobish sounds like someone who dies in a car accident. 
Oh, really? Well, do go on, dear. Well, let's we're see go, who's right. Let's see who's <laughs> right. Want to put some money on it? Yeah, I got a nickel. <laughs> so Christine uh, recently, well, at that time, 1994, she had just obtained her paralegal certificate and wanted to move down um, to Southern California <laughs> to work on Judge Judy. Oh, I wish. Did Judge Judy start in 1994? I have no idea. She's I also think forever. they shoot in like Texas. I don't think they shoot out here. No, they no. do shoot out here because Amy Schumer just went to their set. And I think it might uh, even be, anyway, long fun story. But she's I, a thought big the judge pa- I thought you were going to be like, but this para- pay attention, the paralegality comes back. Oh, hell no. St- no. Oh. <laughs> it's just the reason. It's, it's why just the reason this bitch move. was moving okay. from okay. northern to southern she California. To, she's going to work for Larry H. Parker. She was going to work it. for Or um, he'll fight for me. He will fight for you. <laughs> Or uh, Salino and Barnes. Um, Injury so- attorneys, 800-888-888-888-888-888-888. Okay. And she also moved down. So um, her son Nick's father lived uh, in the area as well. So she was also hoping to move back, rekindle their romance, and move Yeah, on. and get the dad to fucking help raise little, little, little Nicky. Nicky Jr. Yeah. Little, little Nick- Nickel- Nickelodeon. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I feel like you were having a stroke. Like, Free it. That was like a nickel, nickel, nickel. There's a glitch in the matrix. And you just like smack your head. The head. And a free association stroke. And yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that my brain deficiency <laughs> makes you giggle. Yay. It has enriched us all. Let's yes. So, Car Pact, uh, she said her goodbyes and went on her way. Um, unfortunately, she never made it to her final destination. Why? Um, two days later, Christine's stepfather got a call from one of Christine's friends who lived down here. And I say down here. I'm in Los Angeles, in case you've never listened before, um, saying that she never made it. Uh, so the local police were called. So Christine's stepfather called the local police. And they didn't really take it too seriously. They were just treating it as another routine missing persons case. They were pretty convinced she would just show up gotcha. eventually. That makes sense. Because I would bet. I think police Maybe get a bad rap about that kind of yeah. shit. But yeah. I would bet nine times out of ten, people do just show up. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, well, she's driving. You know, maybe she took a little detour. She and yeah. her kid she, decided yeah, to. Yeah, her phone. Who knows? 94. Well, 94, Please. no phone. Yeah. Oh, I had a. No cell phone. Mm. Nine times out of ten, the Car daughter's phone. just trying to get away. Were you a shitty dad? Mm. Well, she's 24. She's 24. She can do whatever she wants. Do oh. what you want. She's an adult. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. She could still I, been trying to get away from shitty dad, though. She was yeah. moving all the way across a very large state. Yeah. yeah. So I hear what you're saying, though. Go on. <laughs> so meanwhile, um, I'm intrigued. Tell me more. So meanwhile, Christine's aunt uh, started having weird dreams, which actually started the night of like early morning, June 6th. So Christine left June 5th. So like 3 a.m. on June 6th. That's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Aww. Yay. Dad. Um, so he's, so n- he's not dead. <laughs> no, he's fine. He's totally fine. <laughs> he's a ghost. <laughs> he's going to be on the show. <laughs> so uh, Christine's aunt Karen had a dream that she was in the backseat of a car at night um, and then looking out at the silhouette of a child, a young child in the passenger seat and a young woman driving. Oh, and so she dreamed herself into the backseat. Into seat. the backseat of, okay. a, of a car. And so mm-hmm. the road was very dark. It was on a mountain road. Mm-hmm. And then she woke up. And so she was kind of like, Oh, that's a bit weird. Um, so real, real, I'm sure she was like real boring dream. Like what? Yeah. The fuck? Way to have a good dream. You're sitting in the backseat. Is it backseat of a car, car watching other people watching drive? You drive at night. There wasn't even like a bear eating a peanut butter Not and jelly that. sandwich back there with me. Lincoln, uh, Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> nowhere to be Not seen. There. There was no funny hats. No, no clowns. <laughs> no strange French mimes. Nothing. Nothing. This dream is bullshit, and I want a new one. Yeah. Well, I demand my dream did, money back. She did. Uh, two nights later, have another dream. Um, oh. but this one was much more. There were more French mimes. Disturbing. No French mimes. This okay. one was more um, 
doom and gloom. Glory. So she had a dream that she was at Christine's house and there was like a horrible, really bad windstorm outside. And then all of a sudden, like these hurricane-like winds started. Was it a tornado? Coming Did Antienne up. tell them to get in the cellar? Yes. And then the Tin Man came and, okay. it, and everybody <laughs> went down the golden, I'll miss the yellow brick road. Yeah. Um, and you were there. And you? And, and you? you? Yeah. Not so, you. I don't like you. Not you. I never mm-hmm. liked you. So, um, but then as soon as the hurricane winds picked up, they ran back in the house. Uh, Karen, the aunt, ran back into the house and she saw, she was looking out and trying to see Christine taking Nick. For some reason, Nick was in the middle of the backyard all by himself and there was the sound of like glass popping and trees were falling over and she kept trying to, and Christine kept trying to reach her son and she just couldn't. The winds kept pushing her back and then she woke up and then she got really worried because... so. Actually, no, this before she woke up. So Aunt Karen has this dream that her niece and nephew, great nephew, second, whatever, whatever, niece's son, yeah, um, was trying to, niceroni, was trying to, was like fighting her way through like a wind Wind, tunnel, yeah, trying to to get get to her kid, to get to niceroni, yep. Um, okay. And she couldn't Again, do it. kind of a weird, shitty dream. Yeah. She'd be like, why am I dreaming about my niece so much? Yeah. And then, so, um. Christine, she asked, so, you know, she keeps pushing back and she asked, are you okay? Like to Christine. So Karen asked Christine, are you okay? Christine says, no. Um, She goes, are you going to be okay? And Christine says, no. And she's very pale and she's very melancholy. And like one slow trickle of blood Blood drips down her pale white forehead. So then Karen, (laughs) Karen wakes up and she's like, fuck, we... This is bad. So the night that this dream happened was the night that they had gotten the phone call from the friend being like, Christine never showed up. So this is the first dream. They don't know she's gone missing. Exactly. Second dream, maybe Aunt Karen doesn't know they've gone missing, but her parents do. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So then she goes, we need to. Karen does not know that Christine is missing. The second one she already did. Okay. Yeah. So because that was the day that they called. So the, the night that she had this dream was the night that they had gotten the phone call saying she didn't show up. So okay. then they had called, made the police report. They obviously were like, yeah, it's just another missing person. We'll get into it. Um, and so she said to her husband, no, we have to rent a car. We have to go try to find her. I feel like she's in trouble. And we'll apparently- drive up and down California screaming, Christine! Yeah. Well, they know. <laughs> yeah. Nickelodeon! <laughs> Nickelodeon! No, and apparently- this, Rigatoni! <laughs> apparently this, um, the, the aunt had had premonitions before and they had come true. So- the fact that she was having these very specific dreams involving these people that are Was now it also dead people? Missing. Uh, just stuff in her. Does she see oh. dead people? I don't know. I thought she was like the Nostradamus of dead relatives or Did something. Did they not know they're dead? Yeah, exact sixth sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she was Spoilers. like, we're going to rent a car and we're going to go. <laughs> I didn't, you don't stare at me. I didn't spoil it. Your wife spoiled that movie. They came out 20 years ago. Uh, uh, pardon me. <clears throat> Dear, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, you know, they went out on the road and then they didn't find anything. Um, So on June 10th, so this was on June 8th, two days later, on June 10th, a woman completely unrelated to the family named Deborah Hoyt was... Hoyt! Hoyt! Was uh, Hoyt! (laughs) 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 It just happened so organically. (laughs) I apologize. So she woke up with a a start. She was staying in her... um, in-laws house in Sacramento she and her husband were from Lake Tahoe but they were in Sacramento and she woke up in the middle of the night with this like urge to go we have to go home like I don't Mm. know what's going on but I have this and it's almost like 
um, it was just pulling her. Like there was a force being like, no, fucker, you got to go home. You uh-huh. have to leave. So even though the mountain roads are really scary at night, they're not well lit. She's like, no, we have to go home right now. So she and her husband. I'm sure her husband the, was just like, God damn it, bitch. Yeah. Kid, <laughs> I was sleeping. I was asleep. I was having a real good dream where I was in the backseat of a car. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're going to wake me and up and I got to drive. Me up. Were they yeah. on vacation? They were visiting, visiting his parents. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm look, mom is a better cook than you. She was gonna make me French toast She's in the morning. She's gonna make me French toast in the morning, yeah, which is my said, favorite. You never make it for me, and, and now you want to leave. Yeah, and you listen because if you want some of that sweet honey pot, you're gonna yeah. fucking listen to her. Ha- 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 happy ha- wife, ha- happy life. That's right. When your wife asks you to get up and drive the car at three o'clock in the morning, you get up and drive like, the car. Fuck, that's, I'm doing it. I'm gonna do hear. it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they they did. That's what I do for my wife. Yeah. Who is also your wife? Yeah. Yay. Um, so they got in the car and they were driving Highway 50 and Highway 50 runs through the Sierra Nevada mountains. And um, <laughs> sorry, Melly paused and took a sidebar glance at her my beer. beer. And I was like, you're going to get where which my beer is, comes which from. Which is a Sierra Nevada beer. <laughs> which it was just adorable. She was just like, hint, hint podcast. Hint podcast. <laughs> as she, as she viciously like, puts her <laughs> bottle down on the table, sending her <laughs> pen flying. Hulk hands McGillicuddy Hulk strikes hands again. McGillicuddy. So yeah, they were driving down uh, Highway 50 uh, in the Sierra Nevada mountains. And then this section of the highway known as Bouillon Bend. Bouillon. Bouillon Bend. Mm. Um, Gold bouillon? As they came across Bouillon Bend, they saw the body of a naked woman on the side of the road. Naked? Um, she, was na- she was bent. Her What did the report say? Um, her legs were bent. She was on her side. Her legs were bent together, and she had an arm up over her head. Um, and so she, she was doing the hokey pokey. Yeah. She's she yeah. trying to turn herself around. That's what it's all about. That's the rumor. <laughs> um, so... This is, completely scared and like holy shit what the fuck um deborah and her husband drive to the next um stop wherever you could have one of those highway phones or whatever so they make a call they call the sheriff's department they say there's the body of a dead or a naked woman lying on dead naked woman in the middle of the goddamn road road (laughs) on highway 50 and they're like okay so they come they drive down highway 50 there's no one there what? No way! What? Highway fifty, no one's Make there. Make it go. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? And so they're like, I'm, I can I'm sorry, be I don't know what to do. The free spirit I always wanted to be. Yeah, I just no wanna, clothes. I just want to run through daffodils and feel the thistles to, rub against my areolas. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. Tantalized by the mountain flower and flora and fauna, delicious. <laughs> so the next morning, because the sheriff did, they they. Areolas. They it's a good word. It's good. It just sounds nice. You have really got yourself on that. We're like areolas. Areolas. I don't know why. So uh, sorry. But, <laughs> you know, it was in the middle of the night. Deborah and her husband seemed like fairly credible you know people like they didn't seem cuckoo banana pants so the Mm. next morning you know once it's light outside sunlight you can see better um can you yeah shockingly is that how light works (laughs) that's how light works especially on mountain roads that are dark at night uh, you just gotta wait for the big light bulb to turn on. Okay, yeah. that makes and sense. then that makes you sense. go. God will turn it back on. He loves us. That's yeah. right. So he drove back down to the bend in the road where the woman had reported the body of a dead, uh, the naked person. Mm-hmm. And he looked around. He did not see anything. But as he kept looking, he saw a young child shoot. 
I and was he like, goes, bloody footprints. Not bloody footprints. He does see the shoe of a young child and he goes, oh, no. uh-oh. Mm-mm. So he starts looking and he like looks down um, a 40-foot embankment and sees the completely demolished, destroyed car oh, no. at the bottom of it. Races down to find the body of Christine Scoobish and young Nikki, who was not dead. Oh, Nikki, damn. And no he's shit. like days in that car with five his dead days, mother. Five days, no food, no water. Um, laying next to his dead mother's body. Is he still like buckled into the car? Or he's no, just so when they, the car, like playing so when, pickup sticks in the backseat. <laughs> no, so Jesus. when they found him, they found him naked and they were like, why was he naked? But then they realized there was 100 plus degree days. So he probably took off his clothes because he was hot. And he remembers, and what's funny is Nick remembers this. The oh whole my God, thing. how old is he? He's three. But That's yet he remembers, young. he doesn't remember the days, he only remembers the nights. So he remembers the accident. God damn it, he's so fucked up, man. Yeah. He's and so he much remembers walking up and down the embankment, probably looking for somebody. And then at nighttime, um, you know, he would. So wait, uh, he, what did he say that he did? He saw. Um, uh, he saw. Scanning Jesus the notes, Christ. Scanning the notes. It's like the last thing I wrote. So he saw, oh, a glowing white light hovering near the car and over him. So when he was in the car with his mom, he f- saw like this hovering white light. And then he also saw a shadowy figure like standing next in the sky. to the um, to the car. Oh, and no. so the this is booze and bruise, not UFOs and bruise. It's the ghost. Of his fucking mom was protecting him I and was making like, sure oh. he didn't die. And I, I, or, yeah, I mean, he's a little kid. I wonder if he's like imagining some monster coming out of the darkness and the light is his mom being like, I will make, a, I will uh, be your nightlight. Yeah. Like, I'll protect you. Yeah. All right. I like that story better so than the one local, I made up. So local Sacramento news. So, Wait, Rana, so he walked, I'm sorry. So he walked up the embankment to the road. Yeah. And, and then he just like, so in five days, just no one drove by. No one drove or on that road. Or noticed him. Yeah, wow. or if they noticed him, because you're three, you're a tiny little human. I know, and, and there I was bet, very brushy. And so I wonder you, if it was one of those like he hears a car, he scrambles up the side of the and mountain. By the time, and by the time he gets there, yeah. the car's gone. Yeah, he's in the rear view. Yeah, you know? he's just so, it, it, probably just his little head sticking up over the brush. Yeah, he's so like, short. If anything, because he's tiny. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any cheese? Don't eat my cheese. <laughs> cheese. Three-year-olds like Cheez-Its. I was trying to come up with goldfish crackers, but that is chaos. It just wasn't in there. <laughs> the word areola is right on the tip of my tongue. Goldfish, goldfish crackers. Goldfish, no, not there. Way deep in the noggin. Um, so the local Sacramento News uh, ran a story actually on the report of the dead body saw on the, the side of the road. And then when they had to report the next day that um, they found... The, the body actually in the car, they were like... Not um, naked. I'm not naked. They said, we only report it. We don't explain it because they had to figure out a way to be like somebody saw a ghost yeah. lying of the mom lying on the side of the road and they figure she was naked because that's the only way people would stop and pay attention. Well, and I oh. bet because I bet her like white skin would show up better on the dark, dark concrete yeah. mm-hmm. with the moonlight if she's naked. Also, like and she I was, feel like you're more li- likely to stop for a naked person yeah. than a not naked person. Yeah, <gasps> she knows sex sells. She knows. Yeah. She's aware. So they She's figured using everything at her disposal. That's what had happened. Mm-hmm. Out those areolas to get someone to pay attention. That's to right. Turn on the high beams. 
turn them on. Um, and so the the woman who reported it, Deborah, saw the picture of Christine and goes, that was the woman that was laying on the side that of the That was the Nike's lady. That was oh, the Nike's no. lady. And they figured the dream... So that uh, that Aunt Karen was having the dream like she was in the car. And when she As was, it was asking, falling down, that was the wind. That was oh, the wind. God. And they it's like an afterlife um, experience because she talked to the Christine she as she's like, dead. And that's why she said, are you OK? No. no. Are you going to be OK? No. no. So I she did. died immediately. So, I so did. Yeah. So they. Suspect, oh, so she died on impact in the car. Crash. Yeah. So oh. they suspect she fell asleep at the wheel because um, oh. it happened at night um, and she broke her neck. And so mm. she died immediately. And they say that when they found her, the level you would think decomposition would be pretty advanced at that point, five Especially days. Especially if it's hot. They yeah. said no, it, only a little bit of decomp on her elbow. But really? other than that, like she looked normal. Yeah. So, and I think too, That's it's odd. because Why? ghostiness, maybe kind of hanging out in there, not to scare young Nick, because five days, his mom's going to start to stink. You yeah. know, shit's going to start to get gross and yeah. that might scare him. Flies start to move in. Exactly. Yeah. But they Just say a little them. decomp on the elbow. Is that wild? Yeah. Just keeping all them bugs out of there. She's like, quit freaking out my kid. Yeah. So I can't imagine having to spend like you're three years old. I can't imagine spending five days alone in the wilderness. Yeah. Let alone five days alone in the wilderness with the dead body of your mother. Yeah. So Nick's still alive. Uh, still I don't alive. know where he lives. Apparently he's on the Facebook. Oh, uh, he gave an interview. There was an article that I he's found. Like, what, like a teenager now? Uh, three, twenty-four, ninety-one. 20? He's as old as my sister. Twenty-five. Okay. Twenty-five, twenty-six. Wow. Um, I don't know where he lives or anything like that. The article that I read, I found this because they went into great detail. So, Paranormal Witness, the show on Sci-Fi, did mm -hmm. an episode on this case, as did Unsolved Mysteries. And the oh, I loved Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, they have <laughs> oh, apparently was the best show when I was a kid. Unsolved Mysteries, and I don't remember this. They had ghost episodes. Yeah, they did. And I'm oh. like, because, what? Because it's an unsolved mystery. Yeah. Like sometimes it would be like a crime that never got solved, and sometimes it would be like aliens question mark. Yeah. In this case, <laughs> yeah. it was those the were ghost. always the best ones. It'd be like big. Bigfoot question mark? So this one was ghost of mommy protecting or leading people to the body. Yeah. Question mark? Question <laughs> mark? Because they have no other explanation. Nope. Other than the fact that this woman hallucinated it. Yeah. And then all but white some, women look alike. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but then yeah, that somehow, happened to be at the exact spot where the car went off the road. And yeah, also happened crazy. to look exactly like the woman exactly who was dead. Exactly like yeah. the woman who was there. Oh, God. So um, in the Unsolved Mysteries and Paranormal Witness, um, they talked about the, the dreams of the Aunt Karen, but I guess she refused to be interviewed for those um, shows. And then mm. this, it's more of, it's kind of a Christy website and they were talking about more angels and, and things like that. Oh, like Jesus. how it's, yeah, it is. And But they interviewed her. Um, and they talked Jesus about Jesus appeared as a naked woman at the side of the road. Well, they went pointing at the baby boy. Jesus made me have a dream about sitting in the back seat of a car. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but they went into more detail. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. Exactly on the show. what it was. Um, but they went into more detail about the dreams and you know the number of dreams that she had, and then they also talked to Nick, and that's where you found out that he remembers everything. Oh, he God. does remember the days. He does not remember daytime. He only remembers nighttime. Hmm. Um, well, three, because you don't really start to make inform memories that like, last until you're like five. Right? No, yeah, four or five. That's like my like earliest, I think I was four. Yeah. Three is young to remember. Three is young. And that's what everyone was like, oh, and you still remember? And apparently he was very heavily concussed, young Nick. And I guess he's got a huge scar on the side of his head. Oh, jeez. Um, from it. But he's, yeah, still around 25, 26 years old now. Probably real fucked up. Yeah. Um, but not dead. 
And has a really great story about how he, the ghost of his mom saved his life. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure even he in meets death, other people, she was still trying like, to. You think your mom loves you? Yeah, my mom <laughs> fucking <laughs> story for you. died. I got the best mom. I don't yeah. know about you. Even though she died, she still protected me. Yeah. I mean, she did drive him off the side of a mountain. True. So there's that. But at least it wasn't drunk driving. It she was just sleepy time it, driving. She yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. So she so made she's up more of a fact. net zero mom. Is yeah, that exactly. Like? She's carbon neutral. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Why do you think she did? She's like, well, I don't want to be remembered for being really awful and falling yeah. asleep. Yeah. So I'll make up for it by like saving his life, yeah. I suppose. Oh, that's sweet. So there you go. That's the, while it is a horrible tragedy that the mom died, um, but young Nick was, was saved by the acts of ghost mom getting into and having like the aunt have the dreams that something's not right and then having that woman in the middle of the night go from Sacramento to Lake Tahoe to see the dead body on the side of the road. God, five days is such a long Long time. time. Yeah. I would be so hungry like three hours in. They said he was, yeah, obviously. I would start to be like, mom looks real tasty. (laughs) You would have eaten mom. Me and she's Sydney just, have that in common. That's she's why you're a cat that, person. You just start gnawing on the not face. Starting to, to she's not really that decomposed yet. Yeah. That's probably still kind of fresh. I, I just won't eat that elbow. Yeah, no, just, just stay, that elbow's start bit, on the other arm. That one's getting a bit rank. Just start on the other arm. Mom wings. Mom, mom wings. Do you got any mom barbecue wings. sauce? Yeah. This could use some butter and maybe some like, buffalo look, sauce. She's a mom. You know there's some old leftover buffalo ketchup packets wings. in the like center console oh, of that yeah. car. You maybe know? he lived she's off some of ketchup. McDonald's like ketchup sweet packets. sour <laughs> yeah. packets in that fucking. Nasty. Before they started charging a quarter for yeah. them. That's that's actually probably how. The only thing that was in there was ranch. Lucky. It's all gone bad in the oh, desert. Jesus. Oh. So, and it was disgusting to begin with because it's ranch. <laughs> it was already gross. <laughs> so that brings me to my beer, uh, which by this point, y'all know, it's dead. Killed it. I killed it, did mine. Sierra Nevada's Sidecar Orange Pale Ale. <laughs> Sidecar. Sidecar. Sierra Nevada. Orange, car. Sidecar. Orange. <laughs> Oranges are round and bright, uh, it, it like color the like, the, like the moon or the sun. So yeah, um, it's an orange, I'm done with you too, orange pale ale. No, having none of our shenanigans. I know, you're just not uh, enjoying it. Tangy orange uh, to the classic style we pioneered. It didn't come naturally to us. It did not come no. naturally no. to them. Their brewers argued over the perfect blend of bold hops and orange peel to create bold. the best flavor and crisp citrus bite. Um, I'm not a fan of pale ales, but I mean, I drank this, so yeah, it says that it's a hop forward beer, and yeah. I was like, I guess it's hoppy for a pale. Yeah, yeah. As someone who I, drinks a lot of IPAs, it is not a hoppy, hoppy beer. No, um, it, it's, it's. I don't taste orange at all. In fact, zero orange. Maybe it's because oh, I, I hate hops so much that I can only taste that oh, shit. I get it in the... All I taste is turd. I only taste hot garbage in my mouth. <laughs> Delicious hot garbage. Um, And I don't like it, but... Um, I feel like the aftertaste is orangey. I get the orange on the after. Like, right now, it tastes orangey. Yeah. No, I get... Yeah, I'm mm, with that. What's it? Mm, mm, no, that's shit. Just more that's hot garbage. just garbage just right more, in my mouth. More poos um, in the mouth. I drank all of it. Emptied. Uh, it's a five, I believe, five point three percent. Yeah. Um, it's not that like alcoholy, but I'm here to you tell know, you, it's pretty tasty. It's a nice little, it's a nice little porch pounder, though. Yeah. Man. Like on a nice hot summer day, your kids drinking lemonade, running around in a field, and you're, you're just like, sitting I on the porch want- pounding one of these. Well, yeah, it's and, got and you citrus have any- in it, so it's like a lemonade. It's like an orangeade. Yeah. 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 yeah you can, you like, can- this is Mama's special lemonade. <laughs> yeah. You can't <laughs> have Don't none. Touch Mama's special brown bottle lemonade. You little shithead. What? Isn't that how your parents talk to you? 
Uh, no, it was it was oh, really? it was different. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little oh. different. Oh, oh, do you think your mom loved you more than her mom did? Because I got a story about a mom who died and came back to protect her son. <laughs> That's so. right. But she killed her son. Is that is, is almost? Or she killed herself and almost killed her son. Is that what happened? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carbon neutral mom. Yeah. We've been over this. I know. <laughs> Not that great. So. I would rather have a different mom. <laughs> All right. So there you guys go. Yay! Uh, yay! Yeah. It was like a story. It was uh, sad, mm. but a nice little heartwarming twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you got to die, and you let's might be honest, we all got to die. At least she like saved somebody in the yeah, process. Go, go out saving a life if you yeah. have yeah. to. Yeah. Very noble. Oh, I feel like she went out and then came back to save a life. Yeah. She yeah. lit out. Her she, lit went out. L-I-T-O-F-T. <laughs> lit off. Lit off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh it's a good story and a good beer. It's a yeah, nice, it's a nice, tasty. easy, yeah. b- easy drinking beer, man. I'm sorry you didn't like it. For as much as you didn't like it, though, your bottle is ninety percent empty. Well, because I know I'm not drinking Vanessa's beer at yeah, all. Yeah, I did. Yep. I did forewarn her that she is going to hate my beer. So like, it's going to be like a little sipsies, so I can make the face and then talk about how much I hate it. Yeah. But then you two can drink the rest of it. Love That's it. That's the plan. Hey, you know what? Let's do that next. Okay, right. sounds good. We'll be back. Everybody get shut up. Everybody, Everybody get shut down. Everybody get so shut up. Everybody get so uh. shut down. Guys, we had a real interesting break, apparently. Yeah. It sounded like it. Party! Vanessa! Uh, Vanessa! It's my turn. turn. Hey, do you know what's funny? I also have the story about a ghost. Oh, my God. Is uh, a mom involved? So, there is a mom involved. <gasps> my- I don't believe it. Oh, oh what are the chances? God. So my story is not about the ghost of a mom, mm. uh, but there is some, there's some like tiger momming happening in my story. Gotcha. So I, which is why I think I leaned towards last week in the episode when we were like, oh, Mother's Day, do we want to do mother ghosts? And I was like, yes, I have a fucking story and I yeah, want to do it. You were on it. Because it's one of my favorite ghost stories. It's very like, it's a very well-known like sort of urban legendy myth or whatever that exists that I didn't remember a ton of the details about. So I had to like Google to figure out what it was. And then once I figured out what it was, it became very easy to research because it is a, it's like a very well-known ghost. Um, so I'm doing the story. Is it the ghost of Abraham Lincoln? Of No, I already did that. Is it the that. ghost of Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln. Uh, no, I'm doing the Greenbrier ghost. Oh. Um, I don't know anything about it. Oh, man. Regale me. Buckle up, fuckos. Yes! All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the Greenbrier ghost, um, her name is... And the Green names Briar. in this fucking story, I made none of them up. Okay. Please know that going in. Mm. They're fucking delicious. These names. So the Greenbrier ghost's name is Elva Zona Heaster. That's not a real name. Yeah. Uh, it's it's maybe Hester, but it's H-E-A-S-T-E-R. And I'm decided I'm going to call her Heaster. Heaster. Like Keister. Heaster. funnier to me. Yeah. And she's dead because she's a Greenbrier ghost now. So, so she doesn't get to she argue can't with you. Say I'm, shit. I'm calling you fucking Heaster. So Elva Zona Heaster. She went by Zona. Of course she That's did. That's the name she liked. So she was born like sometime around um, 1873. Older in time. When Zona was a very popular when name. When yeah. Elva the... Zona was a normal social name. Social Security were like, no, there was no Social Security yeah. back then. No. Um, and she was born um, in Greenbrier, West Virginia. Uh, hence Greenbrier Ghost. So her mom is named Mary Jane Heaster. Okay, that's way too plain of a name yeah. to why give I think her Elva name was like Zona. Literally plain Mary Jane. So then she's yeah. like, my daughter shall be named Elva Zona. Ridiculousness. Mona. I'm going to just start making rhymes up. Yeah, ridiculous. Elva Zona Hildebrand von Klubenstein the 14th. <laughs> Klubenstein. 
wine. Yes. In West Virginia. In West Virginia. Why not? <laughs> you can't. It's America. I'll do what I like. Yes. yes. Um, but true story. My mom's a teacher, and so my mom has a, had kids with a bunch of weird names over the years. But the weirdest name she ever encountered was the kid whose name was. Um, she was like, "How do you pronounce your name?" And the kid was like, "It's Lemon Hielo. but it was spelled Lemon, lemon Jello. Jello. The kid's name was fucking Lemon Jello. I was at a school in uh in South Central when I was doing some volunteer work during college because I'm a good guy, and uh, there was a kid in the class. It was a it was a kindergarten class, and the kid's name was spelled "I'm unique." I'm a unique. That's a common yeah. name. Um, yeah, see, that's not, 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 a unique not so unique now, name. is it? Now, my mom once had an "I'm a unique" hooker. Oh my Her god. Her last name was Hooker. I'm a unique hooker. Mom and Dad no. did not yeah. think about that one at wow. all. Is she on the poll right now as we yeah. speak? I don't know. She probably is. We're gonna look her up. Um I So what's so unique about your <laughs> hook technique? <laughs> Nothing. Tell me about your great right. hooking. Oh. I, don't, I don't know, but what I do know is about the Green Briar Ghost. So I'm gonna go back into We're gonna that. go right. back. I'm gonna stop that. talking about I'm strippers and areolas and go back into talking about my ghost. I'll follow you right along. So not a ton is known about Zona. Um, but they do know that she had a child out of wedlock <gasps> in Scandal. 1895. Scandal! That's literally what I wrote. Scandal! Yeah. Exclamation point. Scandal! <laughs> um, which, when she was 22 years old, which Ooh. is sort of very unheard of mm-hmm. in the late 1800s. Um, it sort of made it so she was... Uh, like damaged goods and undesirable and she well, was yeah. pr- probably never going to get married and have a husband mm. like her parents had sort of made peace with that that like her and her daughter um are going to live with us forever and there's no getting around that ain't nothing but she got fucked yeah um so no, hey man you gotta sometimes you just gotta get fucked sometimes you just gotta get fucked um so young- hashtag sometimes you just gotta get fucked <laughs> just gotta get fucked <laughs> holy shit <laughs> so zona she has a little one-year-old child daughter i think it's a daughter they really don't talk about you can't find i was much like does she have a kid. name no i'm gonna make she one doesn't. up cool. uh plinkleberry i'm a unique hooker <laughs> i'm a unique hooker plinkleberry. plinkleberry plinkleberry i'm into it um good name so in october of 1869 which is the year after she had the child she met a, a strapping young uh, man who Ooh. just moved to town uh. he was a blacksmith Ooh, i almost Ooh. thought she said he was a black man and i'm like mm. yes no he was a sexy strong. man he had dark black hair strong bright hands. blue eyes he Ooh. was big and he was strong he worked in the sweaty blacksmithery oh yeah yeah he was a good she catch was, she was like sometimes i just gotta get fucked his name he used to hammer the iron with his penis yeah it was just giant he just, he just hammered wow. he just hammered his penis with the iron he was like it's fucking rock hard <laughs> yeah. it's rock hard <laughs> um so this uh blacksmith's name was erasmus Stribbling trout shoe. Jesus Lord. Erasmus Stribbling Stribbling Trout Shoe. shoe. Yeah. He later changed his name from Erasmus to Edward. Yeah. But as I do enjoy the name Erasmus so much, fuck you, I'm gonna continue to call him Erasmus. Erasmus. I support it. Um Stribbling Trout Shoe. Shoe. Trout spelled like the the fish. The fish. Shoe Shoe. spelled like Elizabeth Shoe. S H U E. Oh, okay. Not like like you put your foot in it. it, Is it is it a hyphenate trout shoe? No. And is it like little shoes for fish? Oh, it's trout shoes. This is trout shoes. Maybe we'll call him trout shoes instead of Erasmus. Erasmus trout shoes. (laughs) Yeah. Trout shoes with spats and a monocle. So uh so yes so uh, Erasmus Trout shoes. He just moved into town. He was super dreamy. Mm. Um, he meets young Zona. Oh, we broke Bob. I silently broke Bob. All the bitches. Bob is, Bob is silently dying in the corner. Just when you said his name just as Erasmus Trout Shoes, I just lost it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do I it. I told you I was going to do it. I 
know, but when it finally came out as one unit, it struck me. It's just how incredible it is. <laughs> Erasmus Trouchu. You can't make these fucking names up. Zona oh, and Erasmus Trouchu. So all the young ladies um, were thirsty oh. for this blacksmith. Yeah, super thirsty. He really took a liking to Zona, though. Even though she was all fucked. Mm. Because he knew she liked to fuck. Yeah. yeah experienced. Um, there is a maybe there's maybe he fucked her. She was like, I'm knocked up again. And so they got married. Oh. Or maybe they fell in love. Okay. And so they decided to get married. So they met in October and they married on October 20th. Whoa, damn. Wow. That is a whirlwind Erasmus romance. Erasmus moves fast. <laughs> He's a man who sees what he wants and he takes, takes it. it. Um, so Trout Nike shoes. And so Mary Jane Heaster did not like her son-in-law oh. one bitty bit um she, would she want to man you would think so because she took the daughter a blacksmith off which yeah. is like a really good job it's yeah. a well-paying job it's like a skilled trade um he's willing to take your daughter who's despoiled goods yeah man um and marry, and her. marry her but no mary jane was a tiger mom and uh. she said i don't like the cut of your jib your jib is your, your dingus goes to the left and I prefer it goes to the yeah, right. Yeah, I want you to dress right and you dress left. Yeah. So uh, so they were married in October. Um, and by all accounts, they seemed pretty happy. Then on January 23rd, 1870, 1897, which was like four months into their marriage, three months into Real their marriage. Real long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Erasmus, Trout shoe is working. You're welcome. Is uh is working at his blacksmithery. Just mm-hmm. at work. And he sends the little like uh, town boy. Yeah. Who like does errands for him? You newsy go. He says yeah exactly. He says newsy, go home. Ask my wife if she needs anything at the grocery store, and if then then go buy her groceries. Um. So then little newsy goes into the house and he finds Zona dead on the ground of the living room. Oh, oh shit. shit! And Zona is lying flat out, like lying completely flat. Mm-hmm. in the living room um her legs are straight out in front of her she's not making a snow her, angel her arm one arm is n- next to her body and the other arm is like on her stomach okay. so she's very much like she did maybe fell backwards died of a tummy ache yeah, yeah maybe her, her tit popped and she just she was like oh yeah. my titty yeah. my titty exploded i got the tit explosions okay my areolas <laughs> She was um, protecting her areolas. Yeah. And then she tripped and fell and knocked herself so, on down. The yeah, county so, doctor came in and she, died, she clearly died of the tit explosion. Areolitis. She, t- she died of areola explosion. Areoliitis. Areoliitis. Yeah, so Newsy is like, oh, fuck. I don't know what to do. So he tells... Burns the house he, down, runs he away. He tells Erasmus Troutshu, your wife's fucking dead. Then um, he tells his mom, Newsy tells his mom, and mom gets the like town doctor, town sheriff, and is like, there's a dead woman in this house. The, this this helpful family was a black family. So I'm just like, there's a dead white woman in that house. Yeah. We didn't touch we it. We didn't do we it. We did not touch we it. We didn't do it. We did not touch the dead white woman. Um, so it took the doctor over an hour to get there. What? And by the time the doctor. Was he crawling? So by the time the doctor got there, Erasmus Troutshu had come home. He had picked up dead Zona. Yeah. Taken her upstairs to their bedroom. Washed her. Put her in, he said, her favorite dress, which was a very, like, uh, loose, uh, like, a, a very, uh, like, a loose, flowy, high-necked dress. Um, and he was cradling the body and would not let it go. Aww. Um, Trout shoes. So, yeah. So, the doctor comes in, and he's trying to, like, examine the body and figure out how 
Zona died because there's no like obvious signs of trauma right, she or just like fell she's not over bleeding, dead. Yeah, whatever. He's like, I don't know why she's dead. Her tits um, exploded from the I, inside. I mean, I get like tits a, seem in place. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> like so I know she stopped breathing and her heart stopped. Like I know how yeah. she dead, but how is she dead? Yeah, I wish I was a doctor. Ah, <laughs> shit. Um. So the doctor's like trying to examine the body and uh. Erasmus Trouchu like won't like he's like moaning and wailing and like every time the doctor goes to examine he's like but she's dead he's like very like, upset about I'm it. never gonna like, figure it out if you don't knock this yeah, off exactly go away, like, he is trying to get a daytime Emmy for sure like he is really <laughs> overacting this yes. <laughs> I'm sad she's dead misery <laughs> um so so then the doctor says does the doctor think he's landing on a little thick uh, Am yes. I jumping ahead in the story? Yes. Okay. Shut up, Let's Bob. So the doctor says, I can't... Hey, hey, but you let me tell my goddamn story. So the doctor says, I'm, I honestly, I don't know why she fucking died. So he tells the family that she died of, and I quote, an everlasting faint. Right? That's super medical. How how fucking 1800s is that? My she God. She had an everlasting faint. She fainted. Um, and then and, it never and then, ended. And, 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 and then it never ended. It's going to last. And then on the actual death certificate, he wrote complications from childbirth. Mm. Um, and she had a child? interesting because n- she had told no one that she was pregnant if she was pregnant. Uh-huh. No one knew she was pregnant. She had been, the, this doctor who was the town doctor had been treating her for some type of female troubles uh. for the last couple months. So I think that that's why he just jumped to complications due to childbirth. Mm-hmm. He just needed to put something on the death certificate. Right. I, I love think it. Even question 18, mark probably is a bit meh. Well, I think yeah. even in the 1800s, everlasting faint was a little bit like, that's not that's, some, that's not that's doctory. Made that's up no bullshit. doctorology in that, man. That's I didn't go to medical school for everlasting faint. Um, so as soon as Mary Jane finds out, she is like hanging out with friends or whatever, and she finds out and she looks at her friends and she says, The devil has killed my daughter. Ooh. Um, so the next day she died on January twenty third. On January twenty fourth, they have the wake and the burial. And um Erasmus Troutshoe prepared his wife for the wake, which was unusual because normally at that time, like her female relatives and the other female members of the town would prepare a dead female body. Ah. Um mm. and so it was unusual. And he puts her in the coffin and he puts two pillows on both sides of her head. Mm-hmm. And he won't let anyone near her. He sits at the head of the coffin the entire wake. He this won't let anyone touch her. At all. Anytime someone comes close to her, he swats he's her like, hand. No, no, no. He's like, oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> he gets like real into it. And then he has moments of like overly joyous moments and then like really, really sad moments. He's like being bipolar. Maybe he at, was bipolar. And people are like, <laughs> people are like, she's dead. Hey, you guys want to go? She's dead. This is good. <laughs> so people, people were like, he's a weirdo but mm-hmm. he was new to town so they're like maybe he's just a fucking weirdo right um so they wouldn't let anyone um touch her and then after the fact people remarked that when they were closing the coffin and like marking and like carrying it away or whatever they marked a uh a strange looseness in her neck looseness a strange looseness in her neck so um but how like did they know wobbly? if they weren't there. it was wobbly which is not unusual for a dead body because a head is really heavy right. and a neck is not very strong no. once you're dead and there's no muscle mass to hold it up. So most dead bodies are wobbly. But this um, one was most exceptionally of them are also wobbly. Full of jello. Yeah, strange looseness. I mean, they probably saw a lot of dead bodies back then. So yeah, I suppose. I mean, they maybe know what a normal dead body yeah. head wobble looks like. Maybe. So this then, one's wobblier. So then uh, Mary Jane, Mama Mary Jane, takes... Um, 
takes the sheets out of the coffin, which was a very common practice because Mm -hmm. this it's olden times. These are our fucking sheets. We We need need them. (laughs) So they take the sheets back out of the coffin and Mary Jane tries to give them to Erasmus Troutshoe. And he's like, nah, dude, I don't fucking want that shit. And she's like, that's weird. You should want these back. Even as like these were your Mm -hmm. wives. This was like the love of your life's last moments were supposedly yeah and she was like fine whatever i will keep them as a remembrance of my daughter so she takes them home and i like that that's how i'm gonna remember my daughter bed sheets dead sheets. Dead, bed dead sheets, sheets. Dead, dead sheets yes <laughs> <laughs> um and this is the part that's funny to me is that she takes them home and then she notices that they have a weird smell i'm like no shit there was a dead, dead body lying yeah. on top yeah. a dead person probably shitting and like i was yeah, gonna say do they smell farty and and not super decomposing because at this point only dead for one day. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you don't smell legitimately, good. It was in an enclosed space with a dead body. Yeah. Probably smells a little not so downy yeah. fresh. Um, <sighs> so she's like, it's okay. I'm gonna wash them. So she like takes them to her wash basin. She fills the tub up with boiling water. She drops the sheets in, and the water turns bright red. Whoa, whoa! And she's like that's fucking weird so she grabs a drinking glass and she fills the drinking glass up with water from the tub and it's clear oh what the fuck and she was like that's so weird and then she goes and looks at the basin again and the water is clear but the sheets are pink oh the sheets have taken on a pink stain um and so mary jane mama mary jane takes this as a sign that her daughter died unnaturally Mm -hmm. and this is her daughter trying to tell her I was di- There's murdered. something more to this story. With magic sheets. Yes, with magic pink sheets. That's mm-hmm. how I would communicate. So then yeah. Mary Jane, who's a very religious woman, Mama Mary Jane, she prays uh, every single night for like closure. She prays for answers in her daughter's death. She just and wants exactly a diary. one month after her daughter dies, after Zona dies, um, the ghost of Zona appears to Mary Jane Ooh. for four nights in a row. Oh. And it's a... It's a slow Mostly. build. So the first slow night. Build. It's just her first, head. No, the first night it's, it's, like, it's like a light and like a mistiness. And then the second night it's like a little more formed. And then the third night it's like a person-y shaped and she can tell that it's Zona. Mm-hmm. She can tell it's Zona the whole time because she can sense, she can feel that it's Zona. Right. And then the fourth night she just looks like a fucking person. Staring at her Sitting dead. there Hello. having a conversation with her mother. So Zona says that she comes and it's, um, and it's also like really cold like it, uh, it makes the house really really cold when zona comes she's stealing so all the energy <laughs> bro she's a fucking cold ghost, cold ghost stealing my man. goat my goat my energy bro my I'm goat so, energy i'm like so sleepy I'm are like you so, so drained are you sleepy drained. three scratches that's some demonic shit <laughs> yeah zach baggins thankfully was not there to investigate the Thank ghost of zona god damn it i would bet there's an episode of, of uh ghost adventures well, i'm gonna go this. watch it um so on this fourth night when zona is basically a full-formed human being she has a long conversation with mama mary jane and she, she accuses erasmus Troutshoe of being a terrible husband she said he was cruel and terrible and what happened was he came home from work the night before she had supper laid out on the table with him which mm-hmm. included three kinds of bread and four kinds of jam Ooh, and that's not really a dinner um and that's so or, cook- or cooking and so he said why is there no meat and she was like, I made you a delicious spread of jams and breads. And he said, Oh, I, I, I got you know the shit out of it. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm with uh I'm with Erasmus uh, Trout Shoes here. I want fucking protein. Okay, so yeah. he said, No sausages, I strangle you to death. No sausages, oh. no wife. Yes. <laughs> no so wife. So when he was so angry that she had made no meat for dinner, that he attacks her, he strangles her. He strangles her so strongly that he snaps 
her neck in between Whoa. the first and second vertebrae. Which is why this, the wobble. This is what Zona tells Mama Mary Jane. Ghost Zona this tells Mama Mary Jane. This is very specific. Yes. Yeah. And then she also, she, uh, she also tells Mama Mary Jane um, that when after her husband murdered her, he touched the top of a doorway and um, left a blood stain there. And she also, uh, uh, Zona, Ghost of Zona, appears in uh, a, like a floral dress, which was the dress that the body was originally found, found in, in, but not the dress that the body was in by the time the go- doctor got there, yeah. by the time mm-hmm. anyone else got there, by the time she was like being buried, which was a different dress. Yeah. So no one except little a, Newsy saw, saw her, her in this dress, but this is the dress that took the doctor Zona appears in to her mom. So after she explains to her mom all the terrible things that happened, she's like walking away being like, I just needed you to know like what happened to me. And she turns, she turns her back to her mother and walks to the door and then still facing the, like the door, she turns her head a fucking hundred. 180 degrees oh, around to, shit. to show her mom that her neck was snapped all the way through and capable of turning all the way around. She was an owl, actually. Um, part yeah, owl. Fucking owl. <laughs> Zona owl. Zona was part owl. That's um, the kind of bullshit. name I would give an owl, though. Zona. Zona. Yeah. El- what was her name? Elva Zona Elva Heaster. Zona. The Elva owl. Zona Heaster. Um, the owl woman. So, so then Mama Mary Jane, the next morning, she goes to the town prosecutor, whose name is John Alfred Preston. Just That's a normal, a normal name. guy. That's a normal name. That yeah. name's crappy. Prosecutor Preston. So Preston does not believe this ghost of shenanigans. Uh, yeah, I would. He does yeah. not believe it. However, there is sort of like a rumor circulating through town that like maybe she died maybe unnaturally. There was maybe it's weird. Shenanigans. And Mama Mary Jane will not give up. She pesters uh, Prosecutor Preston to like look more into the case. She starts asking all the townspeople like, did you see anything? Did you hear anything? Do you she basically starts conducting an her investigation, investigation. Um, into the death of her daughter. And in the course of this, she talks to the doctor and the doctor admits, yeah, I mean, I didn't really get a chance to examine the body because Erasmus Trout, she wouldn't let go of her. So, what a really shitty doctor. One yeah. hour to get there two he's not like motherfucker pull a gun get the fuck away from the body or just shoot him you know dude think about it the town burly blacksmith man will is not letting go of that wife you're just some kind of worst doctor that's when this is wild west kind of shit you pull out your gun and you shoot him in like the foot they don't move (laughs) And he hobbles after yeah, you. Shoot. <laughs> and then shoot him with the other foot and then he's done. He can't hobble after you no just, more. Sh- and then I bandage him up and I give him a 50% discount on my doctoring service. Yeah. <laughs> I love the solution. Shoot him in the foot. <laughs> Wild West justice. Wild West justice. Um, so, so Mary Jane gets the doctor to admit didn't fully examine him. So Prosecutor Preston says, okay, with that, I can get... I can uh, get, like put in a writ to get the body exhumed. Um, Erasmus Troutshoe says, nope, I will not agree to that. You cannot exhume the body of my wife. Prosecutor Preston says, Tough shit. go fuck yourself, Erasmus Troutshoe. I, I'm, do I'm, a, I'm a lawyer. I, I'll maneuver you. And so he gets the body exhumed on February 22nd. So right about a month after she was buried. And due to some weird like, like, hitch or whatever in the law because Erasmus was her next of kin was Zona's next of kin he had to be there and present for the exhumation and for the autopsy oh my so the whole time so the autopsy took three hours and the whole time Erasmus Troutshoe is sitting in the corner just sort of talking to himself um, I think he's not saying they're gonna arrest me. They're gonna say I did it. They can't prove I did it. They're gonna tell. They're I'm. They're gonna try and charge me with this. They can't prove that I did this. There's no evidence that I did this. He just keeps talking to anyone who will listen to him, saying, 
you can't prove it. You can't prove anything. Um, He's crazy. So Erasmus uh, vigorously complained throughout the entire oh, procedure. I bet he did. The, I didn't do it. The three-hour procedure. Um, You're touching their boobs. <laughs> They're my boobs. Stop touching those areolas. <laughs> um, so very quickly into the autopsy, the doctor can see that her neck is broken. And then when he goes in and does a further autopsy, he can see that the neck is snapped in between the first and second vertebrae. Where the ghosts um, are. Her windpipe is completely, official doctor words, smushed. Smushed. Into the, into the back of her neck. Um, and there are fi- her neck is broken. Her windpipe is smooshed clean she, through. She died of a smooshing. Can't, can't breathe. She, had a, she fainted forever and had a neck smoosh. <laughs> That's my official prognosis. That's it. Write it on the death certificate. Jesus Christ. Yeah, spits on the spits right into the open cavity in the autopsy. Just just chewing tobacco. Just right into just right into her liver. Right into the. Who is this idiot? He's a rural doctor in the 1800s in West Virginia. <laughs> he could be anybody. He's in West Virginia, just so we're clear. Which means like he had some gauze in the back of his barn. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're the mean, doctor. It means he had a donkey and was able to walk to the houses that were further away. That's what it means. He owned a white jacket. He's a doctor now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So her neck was smooshed um, and she had finger marks. I both propaganda. You did. Um, she, she had finger, very clearly defined finger marks on her neck. Um, so because of this, and because fucking Erasmus Trouchy was acting like a goddamn sociopath, Psycho. they arrest him and charge him with the murder. Yeah. Um, so then he's in prison. He's like in prison awaiting trial. And while he's in prison, they start to do some like background checking on him. His name is not Erasmus. And they, no, his name is fucking Erasmus. I mean, his name point, is actually Steve. At this point, his name is Edward because he changed it. Ah. Steve, but, Steve Salmon Shoes. <laughs> salmon Shoes. Salmon Slippers. Salmon Sandals. Salmon, salmon Slippers. Steve, Steve Salmon Slippers strikes again. <laughs> um, so oh, they find shit. out that Erasmus... Um, lied about a bunch of stuff he was lying about his age he told everyone he was like 30 when he was really like 30 like 35 pushing 40 Ah. that's not that bad he's almost dead though Um, (laughs) in older times he also was married twice before oh are they dead too his first wife was named Allie Estaneline Cutlip um, Allie Estaneline Cutlip Cutlip that Cutlip girl's a real pretty girl you know how that name got like the Cutlip name they were just, the guy got into a fight. He was a fighter. And they're just like, we're going to call him old Cutlip. Old Cutlip. And he just went I with I went it. right to vagina lips. So I don't know why. Because you Her are. Her father owned a cutlery I'm... factory and she sat down on the wrong tin. Acetylene <laughs> <laughs> Cutlip. That lip is cut. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. So they were married in 1885 and they had a daughter named Goethe. Goethe. Sexy, These names are incredible. Sexy Goethe. Goethe Cutlip. Trout chew. <laughs> Jesus. I, you can't make this shit up. I imagine incredible. her as like a 500 pound like yeah. beast. Um, so uh, Allie Kurtlip, uh, she actually, uh, she's still alive. She divorced him. She filed for separation and then she, uh, she uh, went through with the divorce uh, when he was in prison for horse thievery. Oh, he's a horse he's thief. He's a horse thieving. Um, and she, the reason that she petitioned for divorce was because of his uh, violent nature, his, uh, his violent uh, nature towards her and towards baby Goethe. Big old baby Goethe. Big Goethe. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> all these, there were alleged of abuse in that marriage. She got, she was granted the divorce. Then his second wife was named Lucy Ann Tritt. T 
T-R-I-T-T. Loose and Tritt. Cousin uh, of Randy Tritt. So they were only married for eight months. Oh, I almost thought you said eight days. Eight months. Um, <laughs> when Lucy Ann died under sort of mysterious circumstances. Oh. So the story goes. Was her next smoosh too? That Erasmus... <laughs> Her face was smooshed. Uh-huh. So Erasmus oh. was, uh, he was fixing the fireplace. Okay. And he called to his wife. He said, wife. Hey, wife. Bring me a glass of water. And she said, of course, my love. And so she brings him a glass of water. And right at the moment that she's leaning into the uh, fireplace to hand him up the water, a bunch of bricks fall and just brick her in the fucking face and she dies. Um, <laughs> I'm going to call no. So her family is like, yeah, I feel you threw bricks at our daughter's face, face until she died and he was like nope slipped fucking slipped. So the doctor came so in look look butterfingers okay right? i dropped like, some bricks on your daughter's head i didn't get a chance to look at the body but it certainly was a case of face smushing <laughs> yeah you died of butterfingers face smushing <laughs> um yeah so she butterfinger face smushing <laughs> so so there was a lot of he was never charged with that murder um, but it was a lot of mysterious circumstances. It was in another state. It's why he picked up and moved sure. to Greenbrier. Yeah. Makes um, sense. Where he met Zona. So the so he was in prison. And the whole time he was in prison, he was like, they can't prove anything. There's no evidence. You can't put me at the house the day she was murdered. You can't prove that I was the one who murdered her. You have absolutely no proof. I mean, so I am, he's kind of right. I am not going to be convicted of this. He never says, I didn't do it. He just keeps saying, you can't prove, prove. I it's did OJ. it. It's OJ. It's like an OJ thing. Um, he if also, I did it. When he was in prison, he if got... It, but his book was called, If I'd Have Done Did if, It. If I'd Done Did If it. I'd Done Did It. If I'd Done Brick Smooshed Your Face. <laughs> if I'd Done Smooshed Your Wimpap. This is how I would have done killed it. you by smooshery. This is how I would have did it. Death by smooshery. They called him the West Virginia Smushman. <laughs> That's his new nickname. <laughs> Trout Lips Smushmery. <laughs> Trout Lips Smushman. <laughs> Um, God damn it! So while he was in prison, um, he would uh, he w- was fond of ale, ah, and he would get a little loose and conversational. I like this guy uh, already. And I he do would like tell that people he- that his goal once they found out that he had this was Zona was actually his third wife. He was like, yeah, my goal is to have seven wives. Um, Does and he think I'm, he's Henry VIII? And I am well on my way. I'm fine. I'm only 35 years old. So I feel like I definitely will get to seven wives. He just wanted to have seven wives. He just wives. wanted to have seven wives. That was his goal. Just and he was like really arrogant about it. And he was, would you Would you say he was also a bastard? I would. I mm. would say he was. Yeah, that's it. He's one arrogant bastard. He's quite okay. an arrogant bastard. Um, so then the trial was in June of, 90, of 1897. The trial took 10 days. And so Prosecutor Preston is leading the prosecution obviously and he puts mary jane on the stand to talk about how she never like trusted erasmus Troutshoe and she like didn't like the cut of his jib and like all the all the information that she had found out through her like independent uh, investigation that she did however preston is like look mama mary jane you gotta cool it on the fucking ghost shit yeah you can't say the ghost of my daughter showed up and told, told me and this. told you told you who killed her because you look it's mighty not guilty. admissible in court. The no. judge, that's hearsay. The judge is going to throw that out and say that's some bullshittery and you cannot do that in court. Objection, Your Honor. Bullshit. <laughs> it's total hearsay. Sustained. You can't say yeah. what. It's ghost hearsay. Yes. So Preston, so Prosecutor Preston says, you can't bring up the ghost. Yeah. So Mama Mary Jane's like, fine, I won't. So she gets on the stand and she like tells the story about how, you know, she just did not like Erasmus Troutshoe from Jump. And then Erasmus lawyer 
gets to cross-examine Mama Mary Jane. And Erasmus' lawyer thinks, you know, this jury actually likes Mama Mary Jane quite a bit, so I'm going to try and cut down on her credibility. So I'm going to get her talking about the ghost Ah. so she'll look crazy and no one will believe her. This coming from the guy who was whispering to himself the whole time he was like, there. Yeah, so so then Erasmus' lawyer brings up the ghost. And because he brings it up, it becomes admissible. And so he starts getting her to talk about the ghost. And she's like, well, it's on. We're talking about ghosts. And she just tells the entire story. She tells the story about the blood stain on the corner of the door, which she later found. She tells the the part about the dress. And she had no way of knowing that her daughter was in Mm -hmm. that dress. And the fact that she knew it was been the first and second vertebrae. And the jury of these West Virginians from the late 1800s go, fucking right that ghost showed up (laughs) that's on the Um, opposite of what the guy was hoping and then erasmus takes the stand erasmus trouchu and he's a fucking crazy person just mumbling talking to himself and just yelling in the corner that there is no just eating poop in the corner just yelling that there is no evidence that everything against him is circumstantial which is true True. there is no physical evidence against him but the jury super disliked him Super liked the idea that an avenging ghost, ghost came back yes. to her mother. You have a bunch of retard. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't say that. Tiger mom. Dumb-dums. Yeah. <laughs> Differently able. Differently able. A bunch of jurors. Uh, that, like, uh, yeah, that this ghost would come back to her tiger mom, and the tiger mom would say, I will not rest until my daughter is avenged. Well, um, there's no evidence, but I did like that lady's story. But I did story like the ghost story. I liked her ghost daughter. So, it was uh, quite a yarn she weaved. So the jury. Once, so it was 10 days of testimony. The jury deliberated just over an hour. They came back overwhelming the guilty. Guilty! Yeah. guilty. They're going to be like, you like the ghost story? I like the ghost story. I like the ghost story. How do you feel so about guilty. the ghost story? Guilty. I don't know if I love the ghost story. We liked it a lot. All right, you guys. All right, you guys. Guilty! So, so they came String them up! They came back with a guilty verdict. They tried to they tried to give him the death penalty, but in order for someone to be given the death penalty at that point, it needed to be a unanimous decision towards it. Ah. So it was, it was 10 to 12. So 10 people wanted to string that fucker up. Right. And two of them were like, I mean, yeah. there is no actual physical evidence in the case. Ghost. So because you of almost. that, um, uh, because of that, yeah. you are welcome. Because of that, they um, they can't put him to death, but he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. The town, who at this point had heard the ghost story, had heard Mama Mary Jane's testimony, and like was in this town, Mar- Mama Mary Jane They're was all beloved, about this. and yeah. she was like, fuck that blacksmith and so they formed a lynch mob yes and they and they they like stampeded into the jail that's one, and that's the sheriff did stop them at the last minute oh damn it and like took Erasmus Trouchu back and he, they did not successfully string him up oh. um, there's no justice like mob justice however ah. so Erasmus Trouchu was convicted yeah. and sent away to prison uh, for the rest of his life he was uh, I think he was like 37 he told everyone he was like 28 or 30 but he was really like 37 um, when he was sent into was sent into prison, he died in prison two years later of some like sort of epidemic that hit the prison and it killed a bunch of people. Herpes. Um, and then, <laughs> and then they kept his body for a week. No one claimed it because no one loves Erasmus Trout. No, Chew. would so you? They buried him in an unmarked grave on the outskirts of the. And prison. then they teabagged it every day. <sighs> yeah. Gross. Um. So. So, yeah, so Erasmus Trouchu died horribly in prison. Good. Um, for being a fucking arrogant bastard. So Zona's grave um, is in a public cemetery in West Virginia. Um, and it says, uh, like, the dates. And then it says Zona Hester Shoe. And then it says the Greenbrier Ghost. On her headstone. Oh, neat. Says oh. the Greenbrier Ghost. Um, and West Virginia has a historical marker just outside, like, sort of on the main highway just outside the cemetery that reads... Interred in a nearby cemetery is Zona Heaster Shoe. 
Keister like Keister. Her death in 1897 was presumed natural until her spirit appeared to her mother and described how she was killed by her husband, Edward. We're going to call him Erasmus Troutshoe. Erasmus Troutshoe. Autopsy on the exhumed body verified the apparition's account. Edward was found guilty of murder and sentenced to state prison. This is the only known case uh, in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. That's awesome. Um... I don't know if I'd put that on the side. Yeah, so West no, Virginia is real proud happy of about this. Yeah. Be proud of the yeah. fact that your people are so dumb they took a ghost story as evidence. Yeah. Welcome so- to Grease, Green, Grease Fire, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you're not far off. That's Welcome far to Greenbrier, West Virginia. We're like Coal Fire, West Virginia. Coal, oh, God. Coal fire with the ho- a home of superstitious nincompoops. Nah. <laughs> uh, murdering blacksmiths and superstitious nincompoops. Nincompoops. That should be on their state seal. We originated yeah. the face death by face motion. Face motion. <laughs> yeah, and doctors that don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> when Shitty doctors and face motion. Shitty doctors and face motion. Yeah. Welcome um, to Greenbrier. Welcome so to West that, Virginia. So that is, that's the story of the Greenbrier ghost and the amazing names that they had in yes. the 1890s West Virginia. We need to bring some of these names back. Right. Erasmus is a fucking great name. Yeah. Erasmus Stribbling Troutchoo. Zona Quinn. I think I see that yeah. in our yeah. future. Zona Keister. Quinn. Zona Keister Quinn. Keister Quinn. Wait, maybe Zona Gerda Quinn. I'm in. I'm in. And then, or, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it would be funny to have a tiny little, like, chihuahua dog and name it Gerda. Because Gerda just sounds like a big fat (laughs) lady. Big fat. Yeah. Um, Which brings me to my beer. So my beer is, (laughs) you probably guessed, my beer is Arrogant Bastard Ale um, from Arrogant Bastard. It says you're not worthy. You know what you're not worthy of? Dying in fucking prison. Yep. Um, So it is a 7.2% gross thing <laughs> that people drink and like um so arrogance it defines on the back of the bottle as the act or quality of being arrogant haughty undue assumptions and overbearing conceit Ooh. which i feel like erasmus. that was erasmus oh. dribbling trout shoe yeah. sort of to the t yeah um yeah so it says it's if an you aggressive beer you bastard. probably won't like it it is quite doubtful that you have taste or sophistication able to appreciate yep. the yeah. ale of this quality and depth I they, they assume you are not going yeah. to like this beer we would suggest right. that you stick to a safer more familiar territory maybe something like with a multi-million dollar ad campaign aimed at convincing you it's made in a little brewery or one that implies that their tasteless fizzy yellow beer will give you more sex appeal Perhaps you think multi-million yeah, dollar Michelob ad campaigns that. make beer taste better. Perhaps you're mouthing your words as you read this. I am because I'm reading it out loud. <laughs> At Arrogant Bastard, we believe that pandering to the lowest common denominator represents the height of tyranny, a virtual form of keeping the consumer barefoot and stupid. Wow. Brought forth upon the unsuspecting public in 1997, Arrogant Bastard Ale openly challenged the tyrannical overlords who were brazenly attempting to keep Americans chained to the shackles of poor taste. Whoever writes for this fucking company is delightful. Did Greg um, used to write those? There know. have been remember. many nods to Arrogant Bastard Ale, even outright attempts to copy it, but no one can ever embody the true nature of liquid arrogance. And then it says, if you don't like this beer, keep it to yourself. We don't want to hear from any sniveling yellow beer drinking wimps because this beer wasn't made for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to whine about it because fuck you. Um, I did pick nasty. a beer I knew you would hate. I, I did pick a beer I knew you would hate. Well, it's difficult. Like, I, it's not... Yeah. It's it, not an easy beer to enjoy. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to because it's right, and I'm not fucking bastard. Supposed to like it, so I'm not gonna. Because like it's real hoppy and, and not it, and even it's, gonna drink it. It's hoppy and, and had it. bitter and, and like real bitter. smoky and like nasty. Almost it's gross. caramely. Yeah, there's there, the the smell is real caramely. Yeah, it's not. It's real roast. Like it's it's yeah. dark. Like it's yes, dark for it's a, a dark for beer. a paler. 
And Arrogant Bastard used to be part of Stone. Stone obviously is known for making a bunch of fucking IPAs. This is mm-hmm. not an IPA. This is a no. very hop-forward beer, but not in a fresh, crisp IPA way at all. This no. is a heavy, dark, punch you, thing. punch you in the face until oh. you got a cut lip kind of a beer. <laughs> Tweak your areolas yeah. kind of beer. This is yeah. a fuck you, tell you, Colin Gerda yes, kind right. of a beer. Uh, I, I poured Melly about an inch, I have not which I it. think she smelled. I no, I didn't even do that. I don't think she's. I haven't it even picked it up. I haven't picked it uh, up. So pick it up. No. Take <laughs> a drink. No. Take a drink. She refuse. We no. have a podcast about beer. Yeah. Take a sip of the fucking beer. <laughs> but I don't wanna. Take one sip. Oh man, this is getting se- the she, podcast is getting serious. She, this is like okay, you are like f- have toddler having a tantrum in the grocery store. I know. <laughs> Do you know how many stouts you made me drink? You made me drink saison. You made me drink sours. But you don't have like a. I try all of literal them. Literal hatred of this. I give it the old this. college try. Right, but I already have tried this. Not on, not for our listeners. Not on the podcast. Just take us. No, you're not recording this, Robert. Yeah, we're gonna record it and we're gonna put it up on on the social media. I'm gonna stomp my feet and flail my arms about. That's not fun. You guys Look, are mean. Do it. For the memory of Erasmus Trout, no, too. No, no, do it for Erasmus. Do it, do it for, do it, do it for poor do it dead for Zona. Do it for Stevie Salmon Sandals. Yes. Do it. Do it for poor dead Zona and poor orphan Gerda. Do it. Do it. Ugh. Just put a little bit in. She's drinking. Just the tip. And just, just for a second. Just, just put some stank second. on it. There she goes. Oh. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's, it's so bad. No, it is. Immediately to the water she goes. It's so bad. It's like describe the flavor for the I audience. Can't, I can't. It's just bad. It's like just hops, sharp hops in the front of my mouth, and it just masks kind of like the pale. It just all of that hoppiness takes away everything else, and that's all I taste is bitter, gross. This is a beer that does suck all the moisture out of your mouth as you drink it. I mean, Absolutely. they're not fucking around. As someone who likes a beer that is difficult to drink and fucking punches you in the face, I went beer tasting yesterday, and the t- the uh, barkeep was like, what kind of beer do you like? And I was like, I like difficult beer. I like beer that punches me in the face or tastes like a Christmas tree. This is what I like. And he was like, I got some beer for you. Well, that's my jam. Arrogant Bastard is a, I find a delightful beer, mm-hmm. but it is difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm looking difficult. for a hard beer, that's not an IBA. Yeah. This is my go-to. Bob is now drinking. Yep. Thanks, Bob. Melly's bonus beer. Ugh. I poured her an inch because I knew she wouldn't drink it. Yeah. You knew there was going to be she's a just not, sip. She's just not a fan. I, I've, I've taken Melissa out to lots of restaurants and stuff like that in the San Diego area because we enjoy the, the gas lamp quarter and stuff like that. There and used the to be a little place. Team. Oh, yeah. yeah they're a terrible baseball team. They're they terrible. had a little place down there named Nikki Rotten's that has now moved over to Coronado Island. And um, they had Arrogant Bastard on tap. And I used to get it and I'd, and I'd make her drink it. And even back then, just a sip and she couldn't. I can't do it. She just can't do it. There's something about the kick you in the face. I'm yeah. just like, I, I can't. I can only take a small, like the pale ale is about as kick in the face as I can get. Yeah. Well, and I feel like I'm happy that you tried it. Thank you for trying well, it. You I, made me. I know, but thank you for doing it. Um, you're so mean. But I'm, I'm not going to have like try it. It's not trust for everyone. issues. They said it's not for everyone. They I think were right. If you don't, if you don't like difficult beer, this is not the beer for you. No, and they assume that I liked yellow fizzy beer, which is false. It was a no. little. It was a little presumptuous on the on the arrogant brewing yeah, side. Yeah, they really. They just, were correct that I would not like it, but they were wrong, wrong about the yellow fizziness. Yeah, that's true. They said you, you like, like beers a Belgish. From, yeah, you Hello like beers Belgish. from Europe. Yeah. Euro beers. Yeah. Beers that wear linen pants and sandals. Yeah. 
beers that wear <laughs> jaunty straw hats. Yeah. Are not afraid of a like floral print top. And have a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Mm. The most interesting beer in the world. <laughs> 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 anyway, so that's my ghost story and that is my beer. Yay. Very good. Um, ghost moms. Ghost moms. So ghost yeah, so moms. mine not a ghost mom, but a tiger mom who wouldn't let go. And then her ghost, ghost daughter, daughter helped her put away her fucking murderer. Murderer. Murderer husband. Jeez was murder. By Erasmus Trout Shoe. Damn salmon sandals. So yes. yeah. That's Edward fun. Simon Sandals. Simon Sandals. Uh, is it is it my part of the show? Yeah, now? Yes, now it's your turn. Um, look, I really, I really enjoy a good revenge story. You know, the the story of of a woman who said, "No, you will not break my neck and get away with it." But at the same time, Between I also very much vertebrae. like 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 the sort of uplifting story of mom going, "No, my child will not die on the side of this road." <laughs> Even and though I, I put him here. Even though I put him here. <laughs> even though it's my I, fucking fault. And I, found your, and I found your beer very drinkable, but you know what your story didn't have? Stevie Salmon Sandals. <laughs> I got I got to give it to Vanessa. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> I, I, as I was reaching this story, because I was just like, when we were like, we're going to do Ghost Moms, I was like, oh, there's that story of the daughter who comes back as a ghost to tell her mom who murdered her. So I'm literally Googling daughter ghost tells mom who murdered and like trying to figure out who comes up. And like, <laughs> the third thing I like randomly typed in like that Google Googs said, did you mean Greenbrier Ghost? Yes. And I was like, I, was like yes. I bet I did, Google. I bet I did. Um, and I, I clicked it, and I was like, it's not a very long story. It's not a very involved story. And then all the names. And I was like, I yeah. got to do it. Fucking Zo- Elva Zona Heaster. Elva Zona Heaster. Erasmus Stribbling Trout Shoe. Cutlip. It's too good. Gerda Cutlip Trout Shoe. What are you supposed to do with all the silly names? Gerda Cutlip Trout Shoe. Gerda Cutlip Trout Shoe. So good. I oh, just typed in delightful. ghost mom. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's my other time of the show. Hey, suppose I want to email the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, are you trying to wrap this up, Bob? No, but I mean, like, there's. The, yes, I am. Uh, so how do I? How do I email the show, you guys? Uh, you can email us at boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, well, what uh, what kind of crap would I email you? You about? can send us your own personal, like, hometown haunts. No dick pics. No, no nudes. No, no None. nudes. We got a lot of nudes last. No, those time, guys. those those, those will get posted yeah, rudely you. on the internet. Your dicks are all beautiful and unique snowflakes. We don't need to see. I don't need them. to look at them. It's fine. No. Also, manscape. Just yeah. putting that out there. Just just, just trim, trim it. Trim it back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little weed whacker. Um, yeah, so you can send us your own personal hometown haunts or your own ghost stories. Or if you have an idea about a ghost story that you think that we should do. You want to do a or, beer trade? Or a theme. Yeah, if you want to do a beer trade. We got a lot of good craft breweries out here. We actually have some content coming up for you guys about some cool beer tasting we've done recently. Um, yeah, we're open. We're open to all that shit. Pretty much, if you just want to say hey. Just say just hi. Be like, hey, enjoy the show. Just wanted to reach out. Let's be friends. We're right. friendly people. Yeah. We'll sit down. We'll talk about areolas. I mean, It'll be fun. We d- I might not seem friendly, but I promise I'm pretty nice. She's pretty friendly. She's pretty friendly. Mm, I like her. Just get me at the right time of the month. I hate emails. Okay. I just hate emailing. All right. What I don't about, know why you asked about I don't have a then. phone number that what you about, can call. What about Facebook? Oh, we are on Facebook. We're on Facebook at Booze and Brews. Oh, okay. So you can reach out to us. You can like. You can become a fan. You can leave, leave comments. comments. That's great. I hate Facebook. What about Instagram? Oh, cool. Good, good news for you. We're also on Instagram. Oh, good. Well, on Instagram, we are Booze and Brews Podcast. Okay, okay. Um, and we post fun pictures of the beer that we drink <laughs> and other irreverent things that I find humorous throughout the week. That's cool. Um, uh, it's, I, it's quite uh, fun. I hate Instagram. Do you have a Twitter? Uh, No. no. Oh. 
sorry. Bob! We, no. should, get, we should get one. I know. I was, <laughs> that's my bad. I was supposed to get one this week. I, I will get one next week. I will. Okay. I was a little tied up this week. I, uh, Literally. But I should I should have uh, probably checked with you before I asked that question. <laughs> You're like, do you have a Twitter? I was like, no. No. Like, no, no. Hey, Bob, are we on YouTube? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> um, but yeah, there's one up there. There's one. There's only one. One. But yeah, we are available on uh, on iTunes and Stitcher. We're available on SoundCloud. Um, however, you guys get your podcasts, we're probably available there. Just Google us. Yeah, just give it a googs. Get knuckles deep in the googs. Yeah, get Gapes. a knuckle deep in the googs. Googs all the googs. way down. Googs, googs all, all the way, way down. down. Yep. Gotta get all of it in, man. Yeah. Gotta get all of it get in. Get all those running gags in yeah. while where they're still running. I got running. little John into this one again. I, I it's was, been a while. That was pretty impressive. It, it just presented itself like a like a fertile peacock. It just, just opened all of its feathers and said, here I am, take like a, me. Take. Like a horny baboon it just presented. <laughs> like a red-ass horny baboon. It just bent over and presented. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That was real fun, you guys. Okay, that was good. So next week, we will be back with another ghost story. I don't know what we're going to do next week. Something. We'll do something. Uh, I can promise you there will be ghosts. Yeah. And I can promise you there will be beers. Right. And maybe a bad joke or two. Oh, I can promise you there will be 17 bad jokes. Yep. Ooh, 17. That's yes. like... That's what In the first promise. five minutes. Don't overpromise like <laughs> that. It's not an overpromise. I feel like every word out of my mouth in the first five minutes will be one bad joke. Like terrible, terrible dad jokes running around. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, we will be back next week with some to-be-determined topic. Hey, maybe we'll do ghost trains. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Yes. <laughs> ghost ghost trains. Yeah. Maybe next week is ghost trains. Probably. But probably, probably not. not. Probably not going to do ghost trains. Yeah. <laughs> but until next week, you guys. Cheers. Cheers.